Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Mem Vav. We'll begin on Mem Vav Moral the Tanur Rabbanan. Says the Gemara, Tanur Rabbanan. We learned in the Brayta. Ve'anshuoto. It says that we punish him. Zemamon. That means the money that he has to pay. Ve'yisiruoto. And you, and you punish him. Zemalkut. That's referring to Balkut. Bishlam ve'anshuoto mamon. How do we know that it's it's good that we say that ve'anshuoto we punish him means money. Dichtiv as it says ve'anshu oto me'akesef, as Basuk says ve'anshu oto me'akesef, and you make him pay a hundred silver coins by the Motzi Shimra. Right, El v'yisru zemakutis that it says that v'yisru and you punish him. Zemalkut, that's malkut. Where can we see the word yisru? Means malkut. Amar biyabhu, lamdenu, we learn Gzera Sheva. It says yisru by Moti Shemra, by the guy who says false testimony about his wife. Mi yisru, from the yisru, that's by Ben Sore Moreh, by the kid who's a Ben Sore Moreh. Vi yisru, and the word yisru, mi Ben Sore Moreh, for the word Ben. Uben, and the word Ben, by Ben Suremere, mi Ben, from the Ben from the ben of Malkut. Where does it say Malkut? It says, the Pasuk says, when you give, when describing, give Malkut, and therefore, Ben Ben connects the two to Suremere, and Suremere to Moti Shimra. And that's how we know the Moti Shimra gets Malkut. So it says the Gemara, Azalan Moti Shimra, Minalan, how can the girl get get how can the guy get Malkut for spreading false testimony with the girl? He wasn't warned. Where do you see a Pasuk in the Torah where there's an Azara, a biblical warning for being Motishimra? So we have Machokir about this. Rabbi Al Azarumir, Rachil. Do not go as a Rachil. Now, Rachil normally we talk about we explain this as don't go and say the chilut, which is gossiping about other people. But the way we're learning here, we're saying lo telech rachil, which means don't be talking about somebody else over here. Don't be talking about your wife. Remember that man, it says v'nishmarta mikol davara. Stay away. From every bad thing, and every bad thing over here is referring to saying something bad about your wife. So, Mar wants to know from Ratan's learning from that. Why doesn't Rabbi Elazar learn from Nishmar? What does he do with the words? You should be careful from any, every evil thing, says the Gemara. He needs the Pasuk of staying away from bad things to learn about thinking about bad thoughts, like Ibn Hasbin Yair. As it says, "V'nishmarta mikol dvarim mikar amar perpachasman yair al yadam ayom ve'evol de'etuma balayla." A person has to be careful that during the day he doesn't allow his mind to dwell on bad thoughts, thoughts that he would never do, but he's just thinking about. Do not do that during the day, because that will cause you to have keri, to have a nocturnal emission in the evening. Have zera come out of you in the evening. And since that, that he uses that pasuk of Nishmar Tam and called the for that, he doesn't have it available for anything else. What about Why doesn't he learn from that pasuk? He learns the pasuk 
of Lot Tzedek Achil as a warning to Betin. Should the Rach lezeh v'kasher lezeh. Rach li, Rachil is Rish Chaf Yud Lamed. But if you sw- flip the Lamed Yud, it's Rach Li, soft for me. Person, Betin has to be careful that in dealing with people, you treat everyone the same. And you're not soft to me and tough to your friend. Yeah, no matter who the person is, you have to treat them the same. That's Lot Elech Rachil. And therefore, he learns it instead, Motzi Shemna, from Nishmatam B'Kotavach. Okay. Says the Gemara, Lo Amar Edim Bov Hiduni. Vehem Edim Otome Alehen. Normally, in the case of Motzi Shemna, the person asks <coughs> two witnesses to falsely testify about his wife that she had sinned, and that's what's going to get her killed if, if they're not proven wrong. And if they're proved to be lying, then he has to pay the hundred kesef. What if he didn't tell them to do it and they did it on their own? Who eno loke? He doesn't get malkut. And he's not going to ha- pay the hundred silver coins because he didn't hire the witnesses. He, but she could still get killed. Her and and the false witnesses on her. Says, her and the, he was no man. How could she and the false witnesses be killed? It's either her or the false witnesses, but not both of them. But she or the Zomim could get Sekila. Tama, the reason why he doesn't get Malkut, because he didn't tell them to testify. It sounds like if he had told them to testify falsely about his wife, but he hadn't actually paid them for that, then they would get killed. Then he would have to pay the hundred shekel. And this Braita is coming to obviate Rabbi Huda, who disagrees. Titania, because we learned in a Braita, Rabbi Daumer, Enochayav, Ad, she is Edim. According to Rabbi Huda, it's not enough that he tells the Edim, he has to actually hire the Edim. My Tamad Rabbi Huda. What's Rabbi reason why he requires an actual uh, employment of the guy to employ the Edim to testify falsely? I'm going to be a Burbi who says, Atya Sima, Sima. We have a Gizal Shiva, Sima, Sima. Ktivach, that says by Mutishimra, Visamla, and you place for her, a rumor, which means you placed a rumor by hiring the witnesses. It says over there, don't place on him interest. Just like by, by the, the Isur of charging interest to a Jew. It's, uh, it's Mamon, it means that you're charging money. Afkan, so to my Mutishimra, Lotisimun al. Visamla, and you place on her a rumor, has to be that you place it on her by hiring with money. And that's the source of Yudah. Amar of Nachmar Yitzchak. Chen Tamir Yitzchak Sidoni, Bo Be'er Shimon Bar Yuchai. Atyasima Sima. They learn, that you have to hire the witnesses. Says in Abayim Yimya, Sachran Bekar Kosov Yimya asks, okay, we'll accept the Yudah that you have to hire them. But we're assuming that hiring means you're hiring them with movable objects like money. What if you paid them with real estate? Now, what's the law? Or, alternatively, case number two, question number two. 
What if you hired them with money, but it's not the usual amount of money? It's less than a shavu pruta. Do we say that's called money or not? Or you hired them with a pruta, but it was two people with one pruta, so therefore each one got less than a pruta. Those questions are so are so far not answered. Bayravashi Vashi asks the question, let's say the guy married a girl in a second wife. Remarried his own wife. Okay, so he married her the first time, remarried her, and then he says, uh, You weren't a Betula the first time I married you. I didn't mention it then, but I'm mentioning it now. You were never Betula. And he brings witnesses for that. Or, on the Suyachiv, let's say the guy's brother was engaged. He died without kids. Now he's marrying the girl and he marries her and he says, You were never Betula? And you sinned under my brother? Ma, what's the law? So all these cases we didn't answer. But Pashut Miyachad, at least we could answer, answer the last case with the Yivamah. The Tani Yabiyon, because Yabiyon says, Pasuk says by Motsi Shemna, et piti I gave my daughter to this man. Lazeh, I gave him in order, in order for the guy to be Shemna, you have to be that you gave, that the, the father could say, I gave my daughter to this man. Lazeh, below the Abam. But when it comes to the Abam, you can't say, I gave my daughter to this man, because you gave it to his brother. And therefore, in that case, there is Motsi, no Motsi Shemna. Now, we had mentioned before Machlok between Rabbanan and Elizabeth Yaakov. We'll now explain what that Machlok is. Says the Gemara, Rabbanan and Elizabeth Yaakov, who are these rabbis? The Tanya will enter the Shemra. How does a person be Motsi Shemra? Ploni, Ploni, he says, so and so, Mr. Dad. I didn't find any between on your daughter when I have a relationship with her. If there's witnesses that they saw she's in that she sinned while she was married, <clears throat> then he has to divorce her. She has a ketubah of a hundred. If there's witnesses that she sinned while she's married, she shouldn't get a ketubah at all. A girl who sins forfeits a ketubah. Why? Would she get her hundred ketubah? Batskilahi. Hachi kamar. She should get sikilah. Marcy, no, this is what it means to say. If there's witnesses, she gets sikilah and nothing. Zintam ikara, but if there's witnesses that she sinned from beforehand, then she gets a ketubah of a hundred and she doesn't get the two hundred that she would have gotten had she been a, correctly a bilulah that she's supposed to be. <coughs> Nimsab we find So the bright continues we find that let's say it wasn't true. Who look he gets Malkut gives Angela. He pays Angela. Ben Baal, Ben Lobal, makes no difference whether he had relations or not relations, he's gonna have to pay a hundred silver. According to Yaakov, we only say these things, the, the business of paying, is only if he had relations. So the Machloket is, according to Bezim Yaakov, only when the husband had relations, that's when we can say that. But if he just had the witnesses before he ever had relations, then he doesn't pay. Tanakhama says either way, as long as there's witnesses, it's the same thing. 
why he says that you have to have relations. Because Pasuk says the guy had guy took a wife and he had relations. And he tells the Pasuk that I took this I had came close to the girl, I had relations, and she never told him. So the Pasuk clearly says that there's some kind of relations going on over here, and that's why he makes it a requirement. Why would the Pasuk mention that I have relations with her and I came close to her? If, if, that, if those are not requirements, why would they be mentioned in the Pasuk? The says, no. When it says I came to her, means I came to make a rumor about you. And I came close to you. I spoke to you to, talk, to find out if you had sinned. Which means that he confronted her about the rumor he heard, and that's the Ekravaleh. Bishop Zakov, I don't think who says that you had to have relations, it makes sense why the Pasuk says, I didn't find your daughter to have to be a bitula, because he had relations and he didn't see that. Who say that it works even if you didn't have relations, then why would the Pasuk say, I didn't find a bitulim for your daughter? Question two. Who says you have to relations? That's why it says that the guy brings out the sheet and he says, These are the between my daughters. That can play, take place even without having relations. My availability. Mars says, No. We, this one we can answer. We'll say, These are. The, this is the backup, means these witnesses who are Edim Zomim, these are the ones who back up that my daughter is a Betula. But it could take place even if the girl had not had relations with anyone yet. Says the Gemara. It's good according to Mr. Kov, who says there's actual relations. That's why it says that they spread out the sheet, because they're actually spreading out a real sheet, according to him. But according to why would Basuk say that after the girl gets exonerated. They spread out the sheet. There is no sheet. No one had relations with her yet. Amar Abu, Abu says, They spread out the sheet of what of the rumor that was on her. Simla is actually word samla that they placed on her. They spread out the plot that was placed against her. The writer says that they spread out the, the sheet. And they spread out that they they clarify the thing, just like a new dress. Right? They make it clear with no stains that what happened, whether it was a frame up or whether it was true. No, read them normally. We spread out the actual sheet, and that's it. Even though all over the Torah. When the, per, when the Torah says you're not allowed to have relations with a particular person, let's say your relative, or let's say someone else, it makes no difference whether they had relations in a natural way or an unnatural way, either one, they're both the same. But over here there's a difference. There is a difference. Why? 
Rather, when it comes to this, now of course this is only according to Rezim Yaakov, because according to the Banan, you don't have that relationship. But according to Rezim Yaakov, had the, the Chatan, when he only had relationship in an unnatural way, then he wouldn't be chayav to pay the hundred shekel. I'm sorry. Ve'enu chayav ad shiyivol shelok kedarka v'yotzi shemra kedarka, which means that the the husband could have relations according to Rezvan Yaakov even in an unnatural way but he has to say that she sinned with somebody else in a natural way. Kiman, who does that go like? If we're claiming it goes like Rabbanan, it should work even if he didn't have relations there. They don't care. If it's going like Rezvan Yaakov, you need both to be kidaka. Ela, shalachav kana b'shmedi b'yochan, eno chayav achibo kidaka v'zishim kidaka. Switch it. He has their relations with her kidaka, and the shemna also has to be kidaka as well. They both have to be kidaka, and it's different than all over the world where uh, generally. Everyone, a person has relations, let's say, with his sister. He's chayav with a kedarka, shlo kedarka. Because the pasuk says, mishkeve isha. But over here, what's Both biyas have to be kedarka. Let's read the Mishnah. Ha'av zakai v'bito b'kedushah. The father has the right to his daughter's kedushin. Bekesef v'shtar biyah. Whether it's kesef v'shtar biyah. So if the daughter is 12, 0 to 12, or 12 to 12 and a half, the father gets the kesef kedushin, and he gets the ability to accept the shtar to make a kiddushin, and he has the right to tell her to do bia, to make do kiddushin. Not only that, he also has the right, if she if she finds a million dollar lottery ticket, she has to give it to her father, she can't keep it. He also gets her wages, her salaries. He has the right to knock off any name she makes. If she got married, he has the right to accept her divorce documents. But if she has property from an, uh, that she inherited from another person, then he cannot use the fruits of the field. Rather, the fruits are sold and we watch them to give it to her when she's older. Even though she's a young girl, we watch them to give it to her later. Niset, if she got married... Then the father has another thing over her. He can eat the fruit while she's alive. And he gets her mizonot. The father has to get her mizonot, which means he has to pay her food. He has to redeem her. If the pirates capture her, he has to pay for her redemption. It's his job. He has to bury her if she dies. Which means, no matter how poor a person is, you have to have at least two chalils and one mikonenet, which are players and, and dirgers, to hire them to work at your funeral to make sure you have a, a, a fitting funeral. Okay, says the Gemara. How do we know that the father is entitled to the kesef 
of the girl's Kedushin. Amar Bihuda, Bihuda explains, Amar Kral Pasuk says, V'yatsachinam en kasef, referring to Pasuk by Amavriya, a girl, who was, a little girl who was sold by her father as a maidservant, it says that when she turns 12, Yatsachinam, she goes out free, and kasef, with no money, which means that the father, once she turns 12, her being a slave expires, and she goes out free without having to be redeemed. No one has to pay to get her free. She goes free herself. Now, when they say there's no money, that means that her master, the one who bought her when she was six, and now, or the bought her when she's eight, let's say, and owns her for four years, cannot take money to free her. And Kesef Adon said, this master doesn't get money. But there is money to a different master. Which means, this particular master gets no money. But her father, who's a regular master of her, if he doesn't sell his daughter, her father is her master, as it were. He does get money. Which means he'll get the money of the Kedushin. Umanu, and who's that? Avia, the father. says, who says that the father is the other master? Maybe she's her own master and she gets her own money. Hashta, how could it be? Avia mekabel kedushia. Could it be that the father has the rights to marry her off? We know that's true because Basuk says, "It beating the I gave my daughter this man by Motzi Shemila. So you see that the father has the right to marry off his daughter. So if he has the right to marry his daughter, you think she's going to take the money? Of course not. Must be the father gets the money, and therefore Adon Ached is the father. So according to this. The source that the father gets the money is and kesef ladon zeh avayish kesef ladon acher ve'emahani milik tanad let ve'yad maybe that's only for ktana who has no ability except kedushin avanaladi italyad baranala who has ability except kedushin iyutish kasma maybe she should marry herself off and she should take the money amakavasuk says from rebet aviyah when she's in her father's house kol shvach neurel aviyah all. But, but this is Pasuk is talking about when he knocks off her vows. The Pasuk says, When she's in Ara, in her father's house. All of the prophets of being in Ara, between 12 and a half, go to the father. So from the Pasuk of Aranim, we learn that the father gets the money of the according to this. How do know a girl's prophets go to the fathers? According to Ravuna Marav, he says, When a person sells his daughter as a slave girl, just like a slave girl, her prophets, all her wages, go to her master, if she gets, she gets the job as a secretary, the master gets the salary, so too, a daughter, so too, it goes to the father. Lamali, who needs that pasuk? We can learn it from the fact by We don't need the pasuk by selling your daughter for a slave to learn that the, that the father gets the rights. We can learn it from hafanat nadim. Rather, is talking about the father having the right to knock off a, a vow or a promise that she made. But the fact that he get the father gets the prophets, we actually learn Maybe we'll say, maybe 
we can learn from it, which means if the Torah gave the father the right to knock off her vow, he probably gave her the right to get all the profits of money-wise and to take her secretary check. Mara says, no, he can't. can't learn secretary checks from knocking off the, kid's, the daughter's vow. Just because the father has the right to knock off her promises doesn't mean the father can take the secretary, secretary check necessarily. Why not? We don't learn money things from asur mutar things. And therefore, since taking a check is a money thing, it can't be learned from knocking off loans. Mara says, why don't we learn it from the class? The fact that the father, the pasuk says straight out that if someone forces the girl to have relations, he has to pay 50 shekel kesef as a fine to the father. So the fact that the father gets that fine should be a proof that the father gets the kedushin money. Mara says, no. We can't learn fines from payments. When you pay a girl to marry her, that's a payment. When you have a fine, that's an arbitrary number. You can't learn monetary payments from arbitrary numbers of, of, of fines. Why don't we learn from the fact that the father has the right to take her embarrassment money and her devaluation money? is different because the father also gets embarrassed when she when she gets forced to have relations. And therefore, he's taking that money maybe only because he got embarrassed too. But who says that he would take her secretary check and therefore it's not a proof he can't learn from there. It's logical. It's logical. It's got to be a similar one. The reason why we know it's not her and we know it's the father, the father, is because it's more logical to be like that. Probably, when the Torah is excluding something, in case there's no money for this master, but there's money to another master, it's probably a similar master. And since the father... of the girl... is more similar to the master, because... Because there's someone else involved, therefore here too it should be the same thing. How could you compare the two leavings? The leaving of a girl from a from a master's possession and leaving a girl from a father's possession. By the master, she's completely leaving his territory because once she turns twelve, she has nothing to do with her old master. Uh, when she leaves the father, she's still, even when she leaves the father's reshut, when she gets married, she still needs her father to allow her to go to the chuppah, and therefore, she's still a little bit in the father's reshut. So therefore, why are you comparing them and saying that we should connect them automatically? They're incomparable because one is a total exit and one is a partial exit. Says Yes, you're not fully out when it comes to getting married, but you are fully out when it comes to vows. The father has no more rights to your vows, and therefore it is a complete exit in at least some way, and therefore we can learn from there. The The rule is that when it comes to the father and the husband can knock off the loan.
need to lack of the loan. And therefore, she completely left the father's shoot in the in so far now. It's a little funny because you still need the, the, the father to do it. But but the father doesn't have no longer complete rights. Whereas over there, the father has complete rights to be Moshe the Chobah. Okay. We're going to stop over here at the bottom by the words, Shtar Ubi Abaruch Adonai Amen Amen.